Elbows and Jumpers, episode 15. Welcome back, Rudy. What it up? What up, Dennis? DJ Scratchy Scratch. What up, what up? Appreciate you putting all that hard work in. I know. <laughs> well, uh, like Rudy said, it's episode 15. This is the uh, Houston podcast for the from the Houston perspective for the average sports fan. I want to welcome you. Yes, uh, sir. A lot has happened. Uh, the playoffs are, have ended. The finals have ended. We've got a new NBA champion. Congrats. Uh, congrats. We're on the verge of a first round draft pick, a number two pick at this as of this moment. Um, the Olympics going on and the Dynamo got some things going on, kind of, sort of. Yeah. So uh, let's hop into it. Let's, uh, let's talk about the big topic uh, to bring everybody back in. It's kind of the end of summer. And from the Houston Rocket Sports perspective, you know, why are we? Why, what, what was the significance of the finals? You know, let's kind of recap some of the things that you thought uh, that they brought you joy out of watching the finals, I guess. Yeah, well, first off, congrats to P.J. Tucker. Absolutely. Form, former Rocket. Um, love to see him, um, you know, get that ring, mm-hmm. celebrate with the big champagne bottle, Ace of Spades. And uh, he deserves it, man. It, it shows that, um, you know, hard work pays off. And uh, Absolutely. you get taken care of if you uh, keep pushing. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was a hard worker in the whole finals. I mean, he's he was doing all the things that let the stars shine, let Drew Holiday do whatever it was he was doing that was working for him. I mean, that team only got better and better with, and it, you could tell a lot. There was a lot in trust in each other, and PJ Tucker being on the floor was always a, a, a positive for them. Yeah, well, I, I'm even looking at it from a bigger perspective as far as when he was with the Rockets mm-hmm. on the losing team, he kept giving it his all oh, every game, you know, and he was. Um, even in the small bar era, he was uh, doing his job with no yeah. questions asked. He was defending the biggest person on the floor, which mm-hmm. was the center, you know, those six, six, ten or seven footers, getting elbowed damn near every play. It was just a, the real dog out there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you want to be succe- successful in sports and life, you know, just work hard and you'll get your opportunity and you'll get rewarded at some point. And, and each piece on that team, I mean, if, if you want to do – an autopsy of the champion it's that's kind of what this is where you kind of see where chris middleton drew holiday uh, even Connaughton on their team was was putting in work so i think that you saw a lot of small t- i guess the the guys that needed to step up definitely stepped up Giannis played outside of himself on the flip side i'll tell you that we learned a big lesson veganism is not the end and be all of being an nba champion <laughs> shout out uh, it'll take you only so far but apparently it doesn't make me feel so bad now that when we lost with him on the team when uh, when he got injured because when you see it happen somewhere else like okay that can happen it happened no this is i I think uh, the perspective is that we could have had multiple championships by now as far as the rockets with cp3 pj tucker the original um nucleus to say that scott foster wouldn't have stopped it at every moment well, Think about it. The big <laughs> well, PJ Tucker, CP3, all the former Rockets pretty much made it further than um, you know what mm-hmm. they did here in Houston. Um, so that's a that's a test to other teams having um, stuck with it and just implemented a small. Oh piece. yeah, they took. I mean, if there is, if you have a team that gets to the Western Conference Finals or the Eastern Conference Finals, and if that whole team explodes, and you have a player from each one of those teams go to all these different teams, that all of a sudden makes them a second round uh, conference finals level team. And it says a lot about you know where that team came from. Mm-hmm. That being said, I mean I'm not bitter about any of that because currently I feel like our future is super bright. We've got a potential Olympic center right now. We've got a second year player, uh KPJ that's that's gonna light the world on fire next year. I think KJ Martin is gonna is really gonna uh, come back strong. Jay Sean Tate, 
all NBA rookie. I mean, it, it goes no there, man, no mention of John Wall. Well, you know, things have to be seen. <laughs> well, the, budgets, this, this is budgets the, have to be. Made. This is the point I want to make is when um, when you win a championship, you need you know veteran leadership, and then you also need chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Bucks, you know, held it down with Giannis and Middleton. Year after and Drew year, even, Holiday. Yeah, and, and uh, well, I'm, I'm talking about the people who have been there multiple years. Oh, right, years. right, right. You know, yeah, they had their ups and downs, and they kept fighting through it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, unlike the Rockets, who it would seem like year after year they would try something new. Yeah, you know, when you players, I'm like, nah, it doesn't work that way. You have to feel that pain and then learn from it. Okay. You know, um, and that's how you develop chemistry. If you don't do that, then it's very tough to win a championship in those tough moments. Oh. You, you see how CP3 and uh, Devin Booker they didn't have that chemistry when it actually got tight. You know, Devin Booker was kind of pressing, and so yeah. was CP3, because mm-hmm. they didn't know how to, you know, play off each other in that moment, yeah, you know? In the playoffs, they did well, but mm-hmm. in the finals, it's something completely different. And Middleton and Giannis had that, yeah, you know, did. experience of and working around. Holiday. And sure. Holiday. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm speaking of the year after year. Oh, right, right. Year yeah. after year, you need to play with those type of players. Mm-hmm. Well, with, with, you know, you... You just build on that momentum. Yeah. And uh, so you're not just talking about like how many years any one individual player, like we talk about CP3's experience. He's had over what, 16 years versus Giannis and Middleton, both between them, eight years together combined you have for to 16 play. years. You have to play together. And we and the reason why I like to bring back to the Rockets is that if um, you would have kept, you know, CP3 hard and we, we would have won a championship by now. Um, because we kept getting closer every year. That's the thing, man. That's a rear view, man. I think here we are. I think the future. No, I'm just saying you have to learn from that. Oh yeah, I think I think we did though. Because no, if we haven't learned from yet, because we're starting anew again. We're not talking about. We're not talking about getting rid of any of our key pieces that we know are part of our future right now. What's our key pieces right now? I would say KPJ, KJ, um, Jay Shante. These are really young players now. These are these are these are like you know these these four can grow together to be something strong. So this is what you have to learn. Like you give it three or four years. I mean, there's multiple championships. This is what you have to learn from James Harden. You know, he came in you know um, as a rising star from OKC. Right. Mm -hmm. We gave him time to develop. You know, do his fuck ups, whatever. Because he was still young. Yeah. You know. But look how much time it took him to get where he's at as a as an MVP. We've got four caliber. high caliber players. These though. are babies. KBJ, you can't put that much on him. He's a 20, 21 year old kid. Oh, you saying have, keep the veteran for that reason? Yes, you need oh, a veteran. Yeah. I mean, yes. I'm not. A, I'm not a. And you to need it. somebody else like KBJ. I mean, it's yeah, too it's much enough. pressure. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. for Christian Wood, it's gonna be too much pressure for them in the in the finals because they haven't been there. Well, uh, there's a name. I'm glad you brought this up. There's uh-huh. controversy. Uh, Dame Lillard mm-hmm. uh, is a potential that. possibility. Maybe that kind of leadership is something that we would be uh, open to having in our in our city. If you do that, you're going to have to change the whole bl- blueprint of what we have right now. Exactly. Yeah, because right now we, we have... would accelerate the plans, though. No, it's because now you have to. If you get um, Damian Lillard, you're going to have to trade away John Wall and um, KPJ um, okay. for a. A like shooting guard, cause or a you know shooting guard and a small forward, cause that's what Damian Lillard needs around him, cause he's a mm-hmm. dual guard. He can take the ball down and he's gonna take most of the shots. So you're gonna need somebody who can you know assist as small forward. Um, Christian Wood, he might get traded for a package if we get Damian Lillard. You really have to throw the whole team freaking board, yeah. yeah the whole team at him, and I don't think it's worth it. That's exactly what I want to know. I know know that I just wanted to. It's obviously a little rumor. What it's probably bullshit. I mean, we just got chances of us getting a Olympian style player with the pieces that we currently have, as young as they are. It's still too raw. 
I'll tell we you. We like the upside, but it's still a little. I'll raw. tell you a good piece that would make this team pretty much complete will be uh, Zach Le- uh, Levine. Levine. I always Levine, fuck about Levine. Levine. Yeah, Levine. Yeah, I think of Adam Levine. <laughs> yeah, you say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, he, he Zach would okay. be a really good piece because he's that sharpshooter. He's that is, six eight to six ten player that we, that would fit perfectly alongside of Christian Wood, um, John Wall, and KPJ. And this is going back to you know. It, once a once a team wins a championship, a team loses, and then pieces become available. So you kind of see what's what's there and how can you get some of that championship magic into your team. And Dame Lillard is definitely an eye catching thing currently. And yeah, there's he, gonna be some other players that we talked about. I think uh, Vince Carter is gonna be back for another round. That's exciting news, right? I mean, he's that veteran, <laughs> that super old veteran, but he's not gonna. I mean, unless he's on a championship team like with the Lakers mm-hmm. or something like that, he's not really gonna. Help who? Up. who again? He's at Vince Carter. <laughs> he's coming back. Yeah, he's so got another what? season. In. One more year, I think. For real? Yeah, yeah I, I think he's going that. to Hawks or something. I forgot. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I heard some. I don't know yeah. what team wow. he's going to, but he, I think he's coming back. I thought for he more. was done. Then man, he wants mm-hmm. that. You know, uh, he wants that last year where he gets to be applauded for mm. what he you know did because yeah, because he had that, that cover year. You don't. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I like that. You don't go out with nobody celebrating exactly. you when you deserve it. You know, he definitely does. Yeah. So. Something I want to talk about with the finals where with Giannis is that this motherfucker extended his knee 23 days ago. Like, hyper-extended it, right? Ligaments were stretched to limits they should not have been stretched to. His his leg was backwards. And he came back to put 50, 50 points in a game six. By the way, Bucks in six from the ghost of Brandon Jennings did that, did that story <laughs> ever come true. Yeah. One of the most beautiful stories in the NBA. And just to take a moment to acknowledge it, it's, it's related to when Brandon Jennings was... Uh, was sent away from Golden State Warriors. This is when the big switch happened from where they decided they were going to go with Steph Curry as the future of the franchise, and they had to get rid of Brandon Jennings and Monte Ellis, both players that were, that were very exciting to watch. So Brandon yeah. Jennings is on a warpath getting his new Bucks team to the playoffs. Well, as soon as he gets there, what does he say? Bucks in six. <laughs> from then on. <laughs> I like Brandon Jennings. He was really cold. He reminded me yes, of like Iverson, but, yeah. but I, I, I don't know what, what got him out of the league where he couldn't just... Injuries. Is it injuries? injuries yeah, yeah, okay. Didn't he get drafted by the Bucks though? I, I, forget, I think that's what it was. It was yeah, like he, it, he went back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So he was a he was a kind of it. I thought the the whole uh, meme around that was just something worth acknowledging. That's dope how he got to celebrate with the team. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. that means that I mean, in those smaller market teams, they appreciate every player that mm-hmm. comes through there. Yes. You know, for so sure. it's, it's more meaningful. Something else to acknowledge was uh, the fact that Kobe wanted you know told. Giannis, that you know, what was that thing that he wanted him to do? Is go go out and win a championship? Yeah, the first, I guess, uh, challenge was to win the MVP, right? Um, and now, and now he he's a champion. How and, wild is that? I mean, right. if you keep working at it, I, I love that um, Giannis turned that corner. He put, like you mm. said, uh, he put it all together, and he's really he really reminded me of uh, of uh, Elijah one. Mm-hmm. Um, even the way he was, um, you know, dominating the paint, um, he wasn't settling for that three pointer anymore. He he, he was gravity. Like, he he brought that defense into him that created the open looks for the other guys and made the game easier for everybody else. He was doing that. He was doing that thing that took him to that next level. That yeah. thing where every player has to keep their eyes on you and stop you. Yeah. Once you have that kind of gravity, it it opens things up for your for your other guys. Yeah, um, I think with Giannis, if he um, develops that dream shake for real, mm-hmm. oh, he's gonna win multiple championships. He's got a different kind of gravity. I mean you. It's that 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 length and that and that speed combined with just that randomness of play. Like uh, I think uh, Scottie Pippen was talking about how 
The thing about Giannis is he'll miss two free throws and come back and go and come yam on you. And like, like he had no memory of what just happened. Like he has no shame in anything. Even that one, that one dunk with the, with the alley-oop with 40 seconds left or something like that. That was completely unplanned. He went, he just said, throw it up. Cause he don't, he doesn't know any better. That was nice. And yeah. sometimes that kind of like just caution to the wind. You never know what that can yield. I really believe some of that, a lot of that contributed to that, to that championship. Instead of that, so much of that, maybe that analytical play where you're, you're trying to play a certain way. And, and this, and these moments you have to, you have to go for the three and these moments you have to go by the cup. Well, yeah, you know, man, that, that's why all, I, like that was completely not planned. It, it happened. And, and I think that you, you defend differently when you don't know what the other team is going to do. And it was great to see well, that for a six game series. It's all organic. Like, um, people who, um support analytics a lot like that shit does not work <laughs> you Man, know i'm not anti-analytics i think it has its values i think it's over i think it's overstated how much it's, it's used i think you still have to rely on talent like you, you still have, have to have chemistry chemistry yeah. yeah chemistry if you if you feel like uh, um small boys on winning a championship it hasn't proven itself right you know yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't work well i mean Giannis is not just a it's not just about small ball you have a guy that's as seven foot two playing like he's six foot two like he has the no you, the winner of this final show that you need the mid-range game mm-hmm. middleton was dominating with he mid-range was. so was uh, uh Jonas. I, I mean think, even drew holiday was hitting those little corner uh elbow jumpers you, and all that like they it, were in set of do, you think, do you think that the the rules that the nba created that everybody kind of sort of didn't like it was like these invisible rules that made the game be played the way it currently is and the Bucks were, were able to find a way to play within those rules and break what the rules intended no, to do. I think they just played the way champions usually play, and they took advantage of whatever the defense gave them. Mm-hmm. If they're going to give you a you know mid range a mid range shot, um, or you know they're going to dominate with the pick and roll, that's what they're going to do. You know, and that usually you need a mid range. Kobe said it before to win a championship, and, that, and that's kind of what that's kind of the point is that. It's like in football, if you play, you keep on playing cover two, the offense's job is to keep burning that cover two, right? And when 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 the uh, I think when the Suns kept on going to their set defense, it was just a matter of the Bucks con- consistently executing on that side more times than the other team. I know that's obvious that the whole point is to win offensive possessions, but they they. Well, I mean, that they this is the thing: is like don't glorify analytics because. I mean, it's not that difficult to understand. Man, that, this is a straw man. Nobody's glorifying analytics. Just well, I'm just saying that, that no, because you you brought the um the point of, of like what what happened. You know, it's like for some reason Daryl Morey came in. Maybe did, I just wanted to uh, did, did his conference at MIT. You, you know, did the slow slogan. I don't know what Sloan conference, and um, for some reason it just went really big after that. Yes, you find multiples and Look, man, you know different can, ratios, but dog at the end of the game. At, day it's like you body somebody down in the paint if you're taller you know and then if um your team can move around look for them out at that three or you know set a pick for that mid-range mm-hmm. so it's not that difficult i'm, I'm mm-hmm. just saying I, I i wasn't putting that much on analytics all i was saying that it's out there you it's an lie idea. you a lie <laughs> and also maybe i wanted to poke you a little to make you go on your little well no i mean it just but... proved you wrong again as far as like <laughs> don't look at too deep into it when somebody Nobody talks was about it. i was just bringing you it up that it could be looked at through this lens <laughs> you were you were supporting it through and through shout out and it, oh, what, what? what you were saying oh nah you, um, shout out everybody on twitch hey watching. what up what, what up, up what man y'all got any questions let us know Straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elbows and jumpers, episode 15. We back. 
Welcome back. We still continue with this championship run with uh, giving our flowers to P.J. Tucker. Yes, sir. Um, something we were talking about is the uh, P.J. Tucker game of death that he played with ex-Rockets players. I mean, he had to go through Harden. He had to go through CP3. CP3 had to beat Pat Bev. Mm-hmm. So he had to beat all of his former teammates just to get to that championship run. So Oh, yeah. It had to be extra sweet. Um, and for everybody that was following the Rockets family, we, that's what we talked about during the playoffs is that we get to watch our former players do well and succeed. You know, they didn't just go to a losing team. Yeah. So that shows a lot about the organization. You know, mm-hmm. we treated them um, fairly. Um, yeah. And it felt good to see, um, like we said before, Tucker win. It felt like he was a real professional throughout yeah, the. Yeah. I mean, Man, he was just going to work. Exactly. And that's uh, he got a uh, he got rewarded with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, four games in a row to win. It's yeah, down o two. Yeah, I mean, it was astounding is the word. Yeah, it's going to be I think that's it's a classic series and to close it out in six like that. It's a statement, you know. And oh, and the other thing is, let's 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 dismiss any conversation about the Suns not being a real rival, a real opposition for the Bucks, And that that was a cakewalk. You get into the finals throughout all the injuries and through everything that it takes to get there is work. And for the teams that make it there, they're going to come there with some cuts and bruises. So the respect to the championship by all means and the oh, Suns yeah. are oh, definitely yeah. every sure. every season like that. Like exactly. I mean, injuries aren't, aren't important. They're they're part of the game. You yeah. have to be prepared. Like exactly. your bench has to be ready. And then like the people beyond that have to be ready. It's part you of know? the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. You it's need a little books. luck in winning Dude, the championship. Shit, you need a lot of luck. <laughs> yeah. You need a lot of luck on your side and you definitely don't want Scott Foster against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And Tony Brothers uh, co- uh refereeing on the same damn night against you in your closeout game, by the way. Mhm. Just a conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, but the, I mean to um bring it back the the Suns lost um you know due to their um Aiden was eight up. Aiden really wasn't affected. It seems like the stamina, the stamina, something. It takes a lot more stamina, bro, to get there. Like, imagine us playing like you know three games back to back. Oh man, imagine us have to play. I'd have a flat. No, have to play another three games after that. My radiator be falling (laughs) out. I might need a new uh, axle. Like, I don't. I don't know what I, happened. I'd be to broke him. down. It, it's stamina, <laughs> and he's young too. He, he's not. He hasn't been there like that. Yeah, he. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I applaud CP3 for doing his thing. He did as much yeah. as he could. You know, the um, limits of veganism. It's not limit. He showed out. No, he did. Yeah, he know. did as much as he could do he, at the point. He was done. Run. Yeah, he was done though by that sixth game. It just. It just wasn't happening. Like, you could feel the loss in the air. It was not. It was not a pretty. Boy, that game. that sixth game was sloppy as hell for both teams in the beginning. It yeah, was, it was ugly. But every every ball was going the Bucks' way, and mm-hmm. that, you know that that kind of repetition is just showing who ha- who has more hustle in them. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the series was about was all the hustle. And I mean, we're and going back to like what what's what's going on right now is the Olympics and how that's the kind of players you need playing at that level on your team. There is no there is no margin for like I'm tired. It's you go, go, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, That's what a champion is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it's tough to cheat the process. Yeah. You know, um, um, I know Giannis in his uh, post-game uh, championship speech was talking about, you know, the super teams. He could have mm-hmm. gone to a super team and won a championship. There's no meaning in that. Um, he said, yeah, I can play my role, but it wouldn't feel as good. You know, and that was him throwing slugs at Harden. He made me like him. Though. Yeah, <laughs> that made him. That was him throwing slugs at Harden because Harden would throw slugs at him, saying, "You know, it takes no skill to dribble the ball and be that tall and just dunk." 
But he showed he can do way more than that. Exactly. He you showed know? up. Yeah. yeah. Truth be told, I mean, that's like the anti-superhero story where, like, yeah, it, it can be done. You don't need to be part of a big three, a big two. You know, I mean, truth be told, I was defeated on the idea that you can win a team straight up with just one superstar and some really good, you know, role players that, that can really excel. It didn't feel like that was real, actually. Yeah, and it really did happen. I think that was one of the first. You were uh, since let, Dallas. It's the first. Uh, it's the first time you were let down by James Harden when he was here. <laughs> and I'm sorry that that scarred you, but it can't happen. And you were well, let down. I mean, you you're just led to believe with the super teams that that's the team only Mac. way. You know what? It's been a, it's been a few uh, iterations of the team. Mac tried, franchise. yeah, team Mac tried, but it's injuries. Mm-hmm. Like and then it's he, part yeah. of the game. Yeah. And, uh, what can you do? I'm mm-hmm. not going to bring up anything negative. So about people, he, we all know what T Mac did. Exactly, he put his heart and soul into that game. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you say otherwise, you're whack as fuck. Yep. With the Mavericks, the game against the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or no, against the Jazz is the one that he broke Yeah, down. when he broke down and cried. Yeah. Uh, that don't tell you nothing. Hey. Yeah, that's true. I can't lead you one way or the other. But um, as far as the Rockets, what do you feel we should be doing? I mean, I think we're. I think there's some kind of hemming and hawing with Detroit on their number one pick. I think it's just I think noise. That's dumb as shit. I think it's just noise. I think mm-hmm. people ain't got nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think Detroit picking at number one can't lose. I think us picking at number two, and the, the consensus seems to be Jalen Green, which I think I'm very excited about. And if if it it makes picking number two easy, because number one has to be Cade Cunningham, so we're taking the obvious number two pick that I think fits better for our franchise. So I'm excited. I, I think we should trade it away, bro. I've been hearing stories that we've been trying to go for that number one. Yeah, pick. I don't trade, want that. I, I, think, that, I think I that's just Cade. people talking just to be talking. Uh, I mean, I, if it, if it the, is the amount true. of assets you got to move around, it's that's some work. Some of that stuff is true, bro. Because <laughs> it just brings me back and uh, the James Harden thing when we thought it was all well, you thought it was all speculation, yeah, yeah. you know, and he ended up fucking getting traded. True, true. and he's, he showed, you know, he was it's, doing. Maybe his I'm just lazy. I don't see. I mean, that's a lot of work to be putting all those assets together just to. Well, these people just to not do it. These deal. ESPN analysts have jobs to do, and they're trying to find some scoop. Yeah. You know, so I mean, to discredit them on some stories is fair. Sometimes they be making shit up. Yeah, but other times there there's reasons behind it. Um, and if the Rockets, um, you know, trade up, then I think that'll be really dumb because this ain't like you picking Jordan. Nah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd rather be second. Like that's mm-hmm. a good pick we got. And, like yeah. great. Mm-hmm. We could have been out the top. Top yeah, ten. Yeah. So number we'll two, see. I, I, mean, I think. I mean, it's great to have a pick that high, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, uh Evan Mobley? A lot of people have been big on him. Um, I think it's just noise. I think that. They kind of want to try to uh, devalue some players or increase values and kind of. No, just, but what what do you think about him as as far as the skill set? Um, to be honest, I just think he's tall and skinny. Skinny, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's nothing yeah. too special about him. I right? mean, then there's that comparison to Giannis when he first came into what he is now. No, you know what? It Everybody's different. It ain't, you, the, same it ain't the same. And, yeah. and some people you see they you, when you see them you just know. I think there's an eye test to it a little bit, but yeah. But uh, I feel like I've seen Jalen Green. I I, lo- I love his game. I think he's an all around player that can be that can go any way in the NBA. I just think he competes. He's gonna compete with minutes with KPJ. They have the same skill set. Mm-hmm, you do. don't need. It'll be interesting. You don't need the same two type of players. That's true. You know, you, he's an asset. I, yeah. I believe Jalen Green is an asset. Trade him away mm-hmm. and get something. Um, get Zach, bro. Zach is my pick. Um, as far as from the Bulls, I think that increased competition in our scrimmages for our players is only going to lead to a better team. So. No, nah. I, th- I think it's gonna be a win. I think nope. 
You gotta trade him away to get some somebody yeah, but with not experience. Right away. It's not gonna happen like as soon as well, we get if him, you want to we'll trade him. You know how I always tell you this is the shit that we have to do so we can actually have a chance at a playoff run. You have to trade that away to get someone who's experienced. And who and I mean the only name I can think that's even close to that kind of experience is Dane Lillard. No, is that I'm telling you, somebody you can get a mid tier like Zach Levine, Brandon Ingram. Um, some type of t- uh, okay, caliber like you, that. I got you. Somebody that's on just the don't cost. get Kuzma. Do not get Kuzma. <laughs> Nobody likes Kuzma. I would rather build. We we can only party. No, you, you, okay, you know why I, I don't like the I'd idea of building build with them. Okay, these young players you build together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what happens in year three, four, five? They want to get paid, so you can lose them. They will go to another team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will go to another team, and that's kind of what's happening. There's a shakedown that happens where you sign for the contract. And then, like, and it's kind of the Dame Lillard situation where he signed, oh, I want to be with Portland for the rest of my life, blah, blah, blah. I'm the franchise player. And then here we are. I'm unhappy. I'm dissatisfied. Well, that's different because he had, and, but he had a sorry it's, organization. It seems like it's a routine. No, it's well, a, but a lot of players have done that. Like, look, at that's what Kawhi did. I mean, it's kind of, but it's part of the collective bargaining, right or wrong. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not putting any judgment on it, but that's, we, that's I'm just saying point. we all know you hate Damian Lillard. <laughs> I feel like it'll be a lot better now because kids are finna start getting paid now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So they're about to be rich before they get into the NBA. And when yeah. you think about that, I think yeah, that I think that's a great really going to go for it's going like yeah, now. it's mm-hmm. like European soccer yeah. level where the, the you get paid what what your talent level deserves. Because are not getting paid right that's now. That's a great point, scratch. Yeah. Like I didn't even think about that, but to be paid entering the NBA, it's oh, a big yeah. thing already. Now it's time for championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's time to actually win. So I think it's going to make the product way Much better. better. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going they're going to be accurately um, valued coming in. There will there won't be any guessing as to. Hey, is this guy really going to be a bust or not? Yeah, and I think that's still a little bit of the fear in the back of all of our minds is that we, that man, what if it's a bust? And then here we that's are. That's what I'm saying. Go for somebody that's proven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're only going to get better. Like Chris Middleton, nobody thought that. I mean, he he was a good player, you know, but nobody thought he was going to be the star that he was in the finals. Yeah, you know, he turned that corner because him and you know Giannis had that chemistry, and that's what I'm saying is like get somebody like in that year, you know, four to six with mm-hmm. some experience. Trade that number two pick away. You got anything else? Uh, not on the draft because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's there's not much discussion. It's like these are all hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I mean, we're not in those rooms making those decisions. And it's it's all interesting to see on the outside looking in. I'm not about to over here, you know, worry about all that. Yeah. Do you think uh, CP3 is going to stay with the Suns? I think CP3 is going to try to stay in the league as long as possible for some reason. Well, he's looking for that big contract. And he's proven that he he deserves at least two more years. I think he'll get a two. I think he'll get a two-year contract to be with any struggling team from a uh, like if they need an injection of leadership on the floor. If they need that floor leader, that he would actually be good with um, the Sixers. He's a coach on the floor, man. He would be good with the Sixers. Yeah, absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, but then we got to see how far he can get to the playoffs. He just went to the finals. (laughs) He broke down in the finals. No, he didn't. He showed up. If you saw him in those last two games, it was it was kind of rough. He pulled that. I mean, he made it the margin a lot closer than what he did. I mean, that's that's a testament to his talent. So, what do you hate about CP3? I don't hate about it. It's, I, I mean, he came up short. Yeah, he came up short because he didn't have. I mean, Devin Booker's still young. I understand. He's a point guard, and I know that. I mean, that the team wasn't relying on CP3 being at one hundred and ten percent. But if he was, that would have been nice. He was at that point. I'm just saying he's a point guard for his age. I think that there should be a qualifier. No, he 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 brought the How team. How about for, we agree like, or disagree? No. I think that Giannis really showed up, 
and CP3 regress. You can't have it both ways. He didn't regress. He went further than he has ever and in Giannis his career. And Giannis went further. Like they both gave like one gave 125 percent, the other one to 150. Is the things that a point guard doesn't win championships. Okay. He can he can help the team, and if your star player doesn't come up, then that's as far as he can go. I can live with that. That's a that's a great way of perspective on like you know what was the difference between it wasn't necessarily a CP3 came up short. It's just that you're not going to get the the push that you need with that position to get over that hump of winning the championship. Yeah, you need still need that star shooter. You need a star shooter. Well, Giannis wasn't a shooter. He was the. No, I'm talking about um for uh, as far as from CP3. Devin Booker is that star shooter, but he just didn't have the experience, mm-hmm. you know. So okay. that was the difference. Well, I guess we covered the the draft. Mm-hmm. There's not, I mean, there's not a whole lot of chatter outside of I think Zach Levine was talked about, but it doesn't. Maybe there's some trades between Detroit and and Houston, but we've got not we've got a lot of young talent on both of our teams. I don't really see anything happen between the two of us unless a third team comes in. Mm-hmm. I and, think there's there's gonna be a trade in Houston. Um, because yeah, we have course. a lot. I think lot, we're, yeah, we have so much, so we many have so assets. assets. Exactly, <laughs> of the same type of player. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. it's bound to happen. So yeah. we have to expect it. Yeah. Um, let's go on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, are you ready to move on to like baseball or something? Uh, or around the NBA? Oh, Olympics maybe. If we cover everything about basketball, I mean, we have Space Jam. <laughs> oh yeah, <shout laughs> Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we just mentioned LeBron for some reason. I mean. You got to. Did yeah, you, I mean, did you that's just watch Space, Space Jam? No, nah, it's not. Um, I'm not a kid, so. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen it either. I've seen it. I so was it good? Yeah, I like it. Because okay. I heard a lot of people were, were talking shit, and these were like mostly adults. Man, fuck saying, that. Saying yeah, like, I hate that yo, shit. Yeah, I think like, little kids know. deserve their new Space Jam. I like it. Exactly. Do it, do it the same it, it's way. They see LeBron win, winning all these times. They should have their own new superhero. Why do they always, like, nobody should do old people worship all the time. Let them be young. Get them That's what I thought. It should be targeted to the kids, and if the kids like it, that's all that matters. Yeah, I actually liked it. Nice. It's it good. For real? Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. Me too. Yeah, yeah. We'll take a little break. Let's go. Elbows and Jumpers, episode 15. We're back. Welcome back. Moving on to uh, other sports and other things that are going on. We want to kind of talk about um, Olympics and specifically, since we're already talking about basketball, talking about Team USA basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your inside, outside in looking uh, perspective on how we're performing against the world and uh, what 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 our team is composed of and maybe how about some of the players that we have? I guess my perspective is that basketball is becoming more of a global game mm-hmm. because the talent is developing in, um, well, different countries. Um, you saw, who did we lose to? Was it Nigeria? What African team? Oh, yeah, Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah, it was Nigeria. And it's like people, uh, you know, in any country, if you're a pro, you are a pro. And, you know, there's a, a level to this and... You know, um, you know the U.S. used to blow people out, but that's no longer the case because there's good competition everywhere. I think it's mm-hmm. important to go through some of who our Olympians are on that team, mm-hmm. just because these are the players that who I feel are the players that you one of these players is potentially somebody that you would want on your team in order to go all the way in the championship. You got Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Zach Levine, JaVale McGee, Drew Holiday, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Damian Lillard. Jason Tatum, Draymond Green, and Keldon Johnson. Good team. I mean, that's those are the players that you got to look at as saying maybe that's that's one of our that, those trade pieces. Those are good but, pieces, yeah. Um, and these are all stars, right? Hell yeah. And uh, I said uh, McGee, but McGee's a, a veteran. Let's talk about McGee. Mm-hmm. Chris Wood got snubbed for so McGee could get he on the team. He should be. He should be. 
because How's Chris that Wood makes sense. He doesn't have the experience yet. McGee's been, although he's clowned on a lot. He's when you look at these playoff teams, really somebody's good. always trying to get McGee because mm-hmm. he although he's goofy enough. as fuck, but he's not as I don't goofy. think he's goofy. He's not as goofy yeah. as Dwight he was Howard. Before. You know yeah. what? I think let's not let's not feed into any narrative. I think no, we, I'm just saying we respect like, him as a player and any talk about him being you, otherwise. No, no, he's but changed you know from why. that image. He's, he's yeah. actually matured. He's a Shaq in the food image yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think Shaq the Shaq made that happen. I think he's even apologized. It's real, it's real. He was actually clowning all the time. Yes, he did. He was clowning all the time, but he's changed since then, and that's why he's become an asset because it's seven footer. That he's not afraid to do dirty work anymore. Yeah. He's like, this is my role. I really can't do anything else. So I'm gonna rebound. I'm push it back up. And he's gonna block shots. Block yeah, shots. block shots. And yeah. he's gonna use do his the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're not dogging so, him. Yeah, he's an Olympian. Yeah. He's he's legit l- Olympian because he's he's at that real pro level. So we're about to play France. Frank Nicotina uh, is on that team. Evan Fournier, Rudy Gobert. Nicholas Batum. I mean, you got Thomas Huerta. <laughs> nice. It's you got some NBA players on that team. So mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to be interesting about the Olympics is that we're not just playing the world. We've got our own guys playing our own guys yeah. that are playing here in the NBA. We are the premier in basketball league in the world. I think best and, of the best, and and it's showing that it's it, and that's exactly it's like our best of the best. The movie where the fighters from all over the world had to fight in this one competition. Well, I mean, look, Giannis is a champion. He's he's not from America. Exactly. Well, you know, Luca. He he he. I mean, he's a baller. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I'm saying. The game is more of course, global. Dirk Nowitzki, and, and not to mention Hakeem Olajuwon, of course. So yeah. So yes, there's Hakeem a history of this Nobody's, being a international league, and that anybody can succeed. The yeah. Spurs don't have no international players right now. Well, the Spurs have been ass. <laughs> they used to have like a. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had like. Used to well, I mean, every, I mean, they're international. They're not playing on a li- on the American team because they're from everywhere. They had, exactly. <laughs> they've got yeah. Australians. They've got. Patty Bosnians. Mills is still playing yeah. in Australia. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Patty <laughs> yeah. Mills. Well, and what's like that? Manu Ginobili, uh, Tony Parker. I mean, that's all they. Have. They always had one. It, is, it's continued to be yeah. like so. If you look at the Spurs team, if you really look at it. Well, Sheldon, right? He he's on the American team. Going international but, was their cheat code. They got the best MVP exactly. out, of the, out of a worldwide league, and and I don't know what it was about every other team. I mean, the Rockets at least picked Yao Ming, but that that Spurs pipeline was brilliant. When you say that, like I'm gonna go pick the best player in this league over here. Exactly. I mean, what That's do you what expect them to go, them to do on on our team? They're gonna get paid more money to play here. Oh, and by the way, it's, their work ethic is gonna translate so much better. Oh yeah, I mean they get beat up in those Eastern uh, European leagues. So mm-hmm. over here it's a cakewalk for them comparatively. Yeah, a little right. bit different talent, you know, you, different competition. But in terms of the the work ethic you need to succeed here, they definitely bring it with them. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what else? I mean, uh, I let's just... talk about Shakari. You know, uh, oh, Little have said that she won't be running. I think uh, I'm... I thought they only gave her a thirty day ban. Now, they oh yeah, she that. will be. Okay, okay. Yeah, so she'll be back. So we'll be supporting that. Yeah. Well then, Simone Miles. I heard, I, I know that they're not giving her all the points that she deserves for for some of the stuff she's creating. I don't know. If that's yeah, they, right. they think that she's a she has a competitive advantage because she's short. <laughs> I mean, shit. Like you just can't. Well, what what you do you just want me to do? Re- yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes it it don't make sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. She's doing her thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, otherwise, though, I'm going to support the individual athletes. I think uh, seeing the whole world compete against each other is another good thing. Bringing gives us all to kind of come together and share another common experience. Um, and yeah, kind of sure. why we have these kind of gives us a reason to kind of talk to each other and gives you a deeper perspective into, you know, how you view the world and, and maybe help, you know, bring a little bit more cohesion here. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember that these um, athletes who are representing their country are the best of the best, mm-hmm. you know, so. 
um, we were talking during the break about KD being uh, <laughs> being uh, picked on, you know, them them singing happy birthdays because they're all literally peers. Yeah. And there's no one better than anybody, you know. Yeah. They're the best at what they do at they, each individual and sport. They walk like a champion. Exactly. They walk like a champion because they know they're they're that great, you know. Yeah. So no, it's it, great to see. It's a it's a. I, there's a lot of you know questions about how this stuff is run and all that, but at the end of the day, it's you got to watch it. It's historic in in some ways, and it's it's great again, great to have a shared experience. Yeah. So, that being said, a shared experience that has not been fun has been the Dynamo. Mm-hmm. It's uh, been a little bit frustrating. See, I thought we'd see a little. It, it feels like we have no striking capability currently. I, I mean, that's the MLS in general. <laughs> I mean, shoot. <laughs> I, guess so I, I guess we. I guess the Dynamo represent. A little bit of hope. You wish that they were better. You feel like we're a, you know, it, it, it would make us a legitimate city. This is just me talking. If we had, the Rockets could be the Rockets. The Astros already won a championship. The Texans, we'll worry about letting them figure it out. But uh, but having like that soccer team in your city that can just, that's decent, you know, maybe top 10 in the country. Well, we used to be It there, makes us feel official. We didn't, we, when we were champions, we didn't appreciate it's it. A, it's too. an added level of authentic. You know what? Maybe this is us paying our penance. For getting that championship feeling back, because I mean, we won't. We won took a it for granted. Yeah, we, we took did. it for granted. I think, and we really did. I mean, we could have put gave it a little bit more, but damn, man, right now it does not feel good to be a Dynamo well, fan. I just say, look at it from the perspective. It's MLS. Like we just, so we just had the, what um, uh, Copa, what uh, America, yeah, yeah, and then the European um, tournament, mm-hmm. and those were UEFA. Yeah, UEFA. Um, those were that shit was dope to see. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Shout to out to Italy. Italy. Yeah, they beat out um, England. England, and uh, England just—I mean, their coach just fucked up with those um, sub- substitutions at the end, putting yeah, those young man, guys. Man, that was a privilege actually to see. Like you know, just be just watching, seeing that level of play at that stage was just—I thought it was. It, I think we were all captivated. Um, yeah. And that just proves the point. Like <laughs> with England, they substituted the. They're like what 18, 19 year old yeah. soccer players. They haven't been on that stage. <laughs> like and here they t- are showing up. Yeah, but showing no, up. they missed their penalty kick. Well, yeah. Oh for, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's different. for a reason. So, man. Oh, um, what Henry talked about? Mike Rogers? Did he make the Olympics? I'm not sure. We're gonna have to. Do you know? I don't know. Right he now. always competes in the Olympics, yeah, so, so I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he is. In there. I mean, they, exactly. they just had the opening ceremony, so mm-hmm. I'm just kind of catching it as like I'm just unwinding from the finals. Mm-hmm. I think I'm you know coming back into seeing like transitioning. Uh-huh. Mike Rogers again, uh, shout out. He's a sprinter, mm-hmm. um, but I know he's been in two Olympics already. So for him to be in a third one would be a little oh, yeah, difficult because yeah, yeah. he's getting up there in age now. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. But I wouldn't. I would not be. Fast. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he made it. So exactly, that'd be something for us to uh, follow up on. Yeah. Anything else? Any interesting new Olympic sports that you've came across? Man, uh, I might be watching some uh, field hockey, some handball, skateboarding. Skateboarding is in Olympics now. Yes, sir. Oh, that's so. Dope. I think. <laughs> that's uh, nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna definitely be watching it and uh, checking out and peeping for the new stuff because I'm kind of excited about. All the, I love what, seeing the new sports. There, the there stuff are they, yeah. there are those dumbass sports. Yeah, yeah, stop calling dumbass. No, I saw, you. I saw netball, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Is the netball? handball, right? Where they grab it with no, the no, hand? handball is dope. Okay. Netball is like playing <laughs> basketball without a backboard. And you, it, it was the strangest thing. So I don't understand it. So how does the net stay up? Huh? How does the, the well, it's goal? It's like stay? we used to play in the hood. Uh, you know, a rim with a net without a backboard. It's the best of the best <laughs> yeah. of that. Though. It's like when you. So had there a was basket. just a pole. Like you could run into a pole, or did it come out the like the wall? Well, no. Imagine a, a basketball rim in the hood without a backboard. 
Oh shit! So that's what it is. But, oh, I think I did but, see that. But um, but you can't dribble. It, it's but. the strangest game. It's so <laughs> weird, and I have to learn about it, so I won't, uh, you know, oh, well, I'm, talk about I'm my intrigued. Ignorance. I'm intrigued. <laughs> nah, fuck it. It's, sometimes you need to have a childlike perspective to to enjoy it in the way that something can be meant to be enjoyed. Well, yeah, especially I mean, something new like that it's, it's reason, fascinating like it's yeah. that stuff they play in colombia there's that it's like a bowling game that they play out there that we don't play out here yeah, yeah. or highlight in miami well, I, I, it makes me think about the the american new games that come about when mm-hmm. when uh when they're dominated <laughs> you know so it's, <laughs> it's weird you know yeah yeah so it's like who the hell was playing badminton so hard (laughs) like why are y'all this angry (laughs) this is badminton this is supposed to be frisbee is dope though i like frisbee frisbee (laughs) yeah you mean extreme frisbee ultimate frisbee man that's a lot that's that's a whole like football but (laughs) i appreciate it but man everything ain't got to be a competition i'm just saying maybe that's just my personality (laughs) speaking you need athleticism to catch a frisbee (laughs) that's floating so that's true yeah it's a lot of work that's you know what maybe that's what it is yeah they play, they play uh competitive frisbee you're right yeah that's a whole thing that's marquez brownlee the the youtube youtuber does that oh really oh yeah i saw i seen him like jump like eight feet in the air uh-huh it's definitely a highly athletic sport right yeah i played it in high school um on <laughs> recreational times because i didn't have tv Remember? <laughs> I went to a boarding school. <laughs> so I played golf. I played ultimate frisbee. Hey, Rudy, I'm going to throw this frisbee really hard. Go out and jump and catch it. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a sport. Yeah, it was fun. Com- <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be fun just to uh, learn about different things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very cultural. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll get to see other cultures and see what they like. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know what I'm excited for? What's what? That new Kanye West album. Hey, it came out yet. I passed out. (laughs) As of yet. As of today, it has not came out yet. I passed out waiting for it on Twitter like a damn fool. Who mm-hmm. else was foolish like me? I wasn't really I mean, waiting. I did I was that before. Waiting. I like Kanye, but I can wait for his album to come out so I can listen to it. I don't have to be the first one to listen to it. We good? Oh, are we? Yeah. Um, so so uh, let's talk about the Yankees. Uh, Altuve uh, hit oh, that Altuve's double. been balling. I, I, they've been on that tour. They've been showing people that, uh, you know, there ain't no banging drums. It's all about talent on our side. Yeah. You can talk all that talk, but we coming in and ba- and, and banging them out on you. I see that. They're Eating not, no pictures. I mean, the Astros are doing their thing because we have a talented system. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I feel like uh, there's still going to be discussions around Korea and all that, right? I think so. But for the moment, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think uh, in this summer heat, that watching baseball, trying to go to a game and doing all that, I think we got to be doing it just like we should be suing the Dynamo and Dash as well. Dash, by the way, have a game tonight as well. But right. um, let's take a little break right quick. Yes, yeah. sir. This next song right here, shout out Street Dreams. New stuff coming up. Nice. Street Dreams. Which vibes? Which songs? Elbows and Jumpers, episode 15. We so went. we started this show off with um, Scarface. So, saw we saw him on a uh, drink chance, really uh, going back in time and, and talking about Jay Prince and how everything started for him. I thought that was a uh, something worth revisiting. Some for some of y'all out there, if you did, if y'all missed it, I think uh, it's three hours long. So we ain't gonna give you the whole <laughs> three hour. Tell you to watch all three hours, but you know you get into it, enjoy a little bit of it, kind of maybe fast forward through some of it. But definitely a dope little episode to to catch up on a little bit of Houston culture. Yeah, it was nice to see uh, Scarface receive his flowers. Hey, and yeah. you, I mean, we're we were at the frontier of hip hop. I mean, starting about 
like I guess Houston hip hop from my from my recollection, it was like 1987 when I first saw G- Ghetto Boys record, and th- I mean that's it, we're, that's right there at the at the very beginning that Houston got to be a part of, and Scarface was definitely a big part of that. Jay Prince had to go to his front door and, and get it himself. So. Nice. <laughs> it's just wild for him being in the Fifth Ward, North Side of Houston, going to the South Side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to South Park. Yeah, exactly. So shout out all of Houston. Crazy story. Yeah, but uh, that's Space Jam. That what else we got in the media? Any albums or any kind of music? Mm, no, I mean, I mean that's what Elbows and Jumpers is gonna proceed to since <laughs> NBA is done, and then we have a gap with the NFL season. So yeah, um, I mean, baseball is gonna be a long season until the playoffs come. I mean, I, I think we're in great shape for that. For that, uh, we are watching the Dynamo intently. The Saber Cats, I think, are are lurking out there. <laughs> we have, I mean, boxing. the Dash are doing their thing. Um, I think Olympics is gonna be a big deal for the time being, though. Exactly, and so that think, boxing and UFC have been holding it down. Oh, as well. and bo- Olympic boxing too. I mean, don't forget. I mean, there's so much going on. I think some of those small sports are gonna be def- dope to see. Um, um, just a quick note on um, UFC, uh, Gregor McConnor. Um, oh yeah, I mean, he, what about him? I mean, he he got his you know leg just really messed up. So. Yeah, that that I mean, yeah, we we get. I think you know what it is. It's gonna be a spectacle when it's when it's him fighting. There's gonna be your money's worth in it. He's he puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, he puts on a show, and um, he I knows mean, how, how and he how, knows how to lose. He ain't just throwing a fight. He's lo- he, he had a broken it. leg and did a, 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 a you know a, a post fight interview. Bro, I would be crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I would, you know, he literally had his you know leg split, and he did a, a interview. So it shows how tough UFC is. Those fighters. I don't you know? know what it means though. It's it just it, it's. Torture. Well, yeah, but it's to, like be you're UFC, human to be a UFC fighter it. takes a different type of mentality. Yeah, it does, man. It's, not, it's they're t- they're tough, man, and it, it, it all feels like we like if anybody judges a UFC fighter, it's that scene from Office Space. You know, listening to Ghetto Boys, gangster rap on the way to work while you're ass sitting in the car waiting yeah. on the fax machine. <laughs> like, man, let them UFC fighters do them because God, that's that is not that. People had to put their backs to the wall. That's boxing itself too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, when somebody puts their hands up and says, "I'm about to take some, take a beating to make some money," you got you got you got to be in a place to do that. Yeah. So all the respect. No doubt. Um, the so other than that, you know, we got football season. We still don't have an engine, which apparently, the, you know what, the Texans got all new locker rooms. Apparently, the players got benches, and I'm not one to say that they no players, <laughs> the players don't deserve this. But guys, we don't have a quarterback. Well, we do, but um, what's interesting is that all that Deshaun Watson news just went away. There is Rather no quickly, news. It was on every news outlet, every radio Do station. Do we have a quarterback? For, for like That's weeks, true. every day. True. And then I guess something happened where it was settled. And With 22, done. 23, I don't even know what the number was, but is Deshaun Watson a quarterback right now? Yes. He still well, is That's what I'm saying. He's it's still so, contract. Yeah, it's so interesting how it just ended. Which and is fine. Well, I mean, it's not fine, but, but it's it's interesting. It's a, so it's we're going into the season, and like I don't see him as part of the, none of the uh, uh, like marketing materials. We got the new <laughs> locker rooms. I don't see him. There wouldn't be. How is he our like? I don't see nothing with Deshaun Watson and the Texans. He's our quarterback right now, and he's. I'm not questioning y'all. I'm just saying that what I'm seeing with my eyes is that. Nobody is talking about, nobody is seeing Deshaun Watson and I've Texans. I've seen him on Instagram and everything posts again. Same. So, yeah. yeah. 
Is is did he have like those uh bootleg jerseys that they wear in those movies about football where it's like a fake team like the Houston nah, he's Tornadoes? Working. He's working. <laughs> did he have like one of those fake Houston Tornadoes jerseys or something? Like he was he was <laughs> no. shooting a movie? No. Um, all right. All so right. we, I mean, one person I do want to shout out um, in the NFL is Tom Brady um, because I saw an interview um, lately where um, this past season he took it um, kind of personally, like Michael Jordan does. And he um, called out all the um, the executives who turned him down because he was turned down by some teams. And, a lot of like, and, go, and he was saying, and he, was, he was saying, like, this is a test to a player's experience. He's like, there's a lot of executives who think they're smart and they're really not. And mm-hmm. that's again, give credit to a player, the talent and experience. Mm-hmm. You know, listen to these people. Like a lot of these execs aren't fit to be execs. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You got to be in the you got to be in the dirt doing the job and be experienced at it to really be to sit there and really judge any one person because you don't really it's not the same. And once you're that 5, 10, 15, 20 years at the game, that's it. That you're you're whatever you learn, it's like an immigrant story where the day an immigrant leaves their country is the day that is is that that's the day it's left in their memory. And that's kind of what happens to whatever grind you're in or whatever line of business you're in. Once you retire from that and start, and start going into the, the the ground level worker to the management, you can't you can't understand the same struggle as the years pass on. Exactly. So, no, nah, he definitely deserved his win. Um, mm-hmm. I know that it, he's looking to get another one apparently. So again, yeah, he it's amazing. Yeah, he was forty four years old, playing a tough sport. Dissecting life defenses. You know, speaking of you know, growing in age and growing and 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 maturing and growing grace. I mean, that's that's exactly what's happening all around us. LeBron James is still playing basketball. He just made a movie. I mean, it's it's a it's an amazing time to be here, and it's and you can really it shows that on a small level we can all do whatever we want to do. Don't give up. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) do not give up. Stay healthy. Eat your um, you know fruits and vegetables. Go run here and there. Or more like more often. Stay cool, <laughs> man. Drink your water. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Hey, but I guess that's all we got for this episode. Any plug, scratch? Waves on. Waves on. The ball garden Wednesdays. Wednesday is blowing up. It's yes, blowing sir. Up, Literati so. on Friday. Yeah. Watch out for the Flyers. Mm-hmm. First Friday of the month at Boondocks. Yes. Shout sir. out to Henry. Happy b- birthday. Oh yeah. Hey, happy birthday, Henry. Yes, for sir. Sure. Let's go. We out. Will you say it's okay?